From The Conversation, this is Politics with Michelle Grattan, a podcast where Michelle discusses the issues of the day with The Conversation's politics team. Hi, my name's Amanda Dunn. I'm the Politics and Society Editor for The Conversation, and I'm speaking with Michelle Grattan. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Amanda. Michelle, we've heard very little other news this week other than uh, the Queen's death and the arrangements for her funeral, plus the fact that we now have a new King of Australia in King Charles III. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese is heading over to London on Thursday for the Queen's funeral. And today we found out that there have been 10 Australians invited who have made a particular contribution to their community. Who are they? Mostly they're people who've won Australian of the Year awards, led by Dylan Alcott, who of course was the 2022 Australian of the Year, very popular choice in that role. Anthony Albanese said that these uh, people who've been chosen to go to the funeral represent contemporary Australia and quintessential Australian values such as respect, inclusion and helping others. Okay, and it is protocol that upon the Queen's death, Parliament will be suspended for 15 days, which is what has happened. And that means that there would be no Parliament this week when that was meant to sit. Apart from those sort of logistical things, do you think her death will have any great impact on Australian politics? I don't think it will have a a short-term impact. Obviously, though, it does open up the Republic question again, but it's been notable that uh, the Prime Minister in particular has been very anxious to say those issues are not for now. But in terms of the immediate future, while it's uh, dominating the news at the moment, and of course some people have been critical of the fact that the Australian media has been giving it such a, a blanket coverage, I think that the effect will be very limited when we get past this uh, immediate period. Of course, uh, in, in small ways like our coinage uh, and our $5 note eventually, things like that will change. But in broader terms, immediately there won't be a lot of changes. When the Republic referendum failed in 1999, one of the uh, constant streams of analysis that came through afterwards was that nothing would happen until the Queen had died. And obviously now that she has, there are some who believe that this is our best opportunity for a Republic. But it's really not going to be that easy, is it? No, it's not for a number of reasons. In the immediate term, I don't think there's an appetite for change. Uh, There's been, in, in fact, some increase, I think, in the popularity of royalty in the last few years after them taking a a big hit in the 90s. But apart from that, the priorities of this government are clearly not uh, the Republic immediately, but it's the uh, voice to parliament referendum. And that's all that it would be looking at this term. Now, of course, Labor is committed to a republic and there is uh, an assistant minister for the republic, but it's very much a a second term item for the Albanese government. That's assuming, of course, there is a second term. And even then, I think that circumstances would dictate whether you did have a referendum. If there wasn't obvious support for one, well, maybe that would be rethought. Who knows? But as things stand, it's something that the government would like to do, but later. 
Okay. And so had Parliament been sitting this week, we would have heard the details of the government's promised integrity commission, which was one of its core promises it took to this year's election. That has now obviously been postponed. Do you think we're still likely to see this before the end of the year? Yes, I think we'll see it before the end of the month. Extra sitting days have been put in the sitting calendar now after the memorial service, which will be on Thursday of next week. Parliament will sit on the Friday and that'll be essentially a condolence day with people speaking about the Queen. But then there are three sitting days scheduled for the week after that. And during those days, the integrity legislation will be introduced and of course then there'll be some sort of parliamentary inquiry into that. Anthony Albanese has been pressed this week on the matter of whether the legislation would get through this year. In fact, during the election campaign at one stage gave the clear impression that it would, but at another stage he qualified that and made it clear that he was talking about its introduction. So Labor really is on the record both saying it'll be through this year and that it'll be introduced this year. I don't know that in real terms this makes a lot of difference, But I think if the government could get it through this year, it would try to do so. But of course, things get held up and it's not always possible to fulfil that sort of commitment. And Michelle, just coming back to the Republic question again, we know that as you mentioned before, Anthony Albanese has been loath to enter the fray on this at the moment because people are still feeling that they want to grieve the Queen. But is this sort of a trend that we notice in how he deals with the media in particular? He is very anxious to follow proper process. Now, he's stressed that in relation to the events following the Queen's death, that There are certain protocols in place. They seem to have been in place for decades. Uh, Maybe they'll be changed and loosened for the future because they are, in many people's minds now, somewhat antiquated, especially for Australia. But anyway, they're there. They're being followed. But I think more generally it is quite interesting that he wants to be seen as a leader who does things in the proper way, doesn't cut corners, doesn't rush things. And he can get quite impatient with journalists when they press him on uh, why isn't this being done more quickly or what's happening in, in another area where he thinks that it's not appropriate at this particular time to talk about that area. So it, it does, I think, go to this wider tray that we've seen in his political character, political style of advancing things in the proper order at what he sees as the appropriate pace. He's aware of the political hazards of doing things uh, the wrong way. And of course, uh, we saw his very strong criticism of Scott Morrison when it was revealed that he'd breached conventions by swearing himself into all those portfolios. So Anthony Albanese is emerging as, as a leader with a lot of emphasis on proper process. All right, Michelle, terrific to talk with you as always. Thanks very much. Thanks, Amanda. Our theme music is by Blue Dot Sessions. You can find more podcasts from The Conversation on our website at theconversation.com. Thank you.